All right. Uh, here we are again uh, in the new year for only hey. nerds in the building. What Hooray. up, guys? It's only been a little nerds long. in the new year building. Oh, that's it's, true. It's still January. We can technically still say that since we haven't said it yet. <laughs> this I'm is that the last person. day. <laughs> <laughs> All of January. Literal last day that we're recording on January. <laughs> Everyone hears this in February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're back. And uh, I guess we're back with a packed episode. We are, are going to be talking about uh, our predictions for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. James Gunn drops a huge uh, DC slate on us. Bomb. Last day of January. They waited. They said it's going to happen in January. He <laughs> waited until the very last day. So did we. This is true. <laughs> for Hermanos. <laughs> let's get james gunn on the podcast yes <laughs> will you please tell me your outlook and your philosophy how do you procrastinate so well <laughs> <laughs> and get away with it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and get away with it uh so what do y'all what do you want to talk about first we're talking about dc or ant-man maybe what? dc since that's kind of fresh in my head sure but go that's for just it because he just he announced it and i think more than anything, I'm really excited for the fact that they finally said the words Booster Gold series. Fuck yeah. That's what everyone's excited about, right? We're all sitting here going, Booster Gold. We got this this goofball uh, football player who who finds a time machine and, and plays superhero. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> the world's best and most famous unknown superhero. I He's just one of my favorites. Like I have the Bat family, but then there's Booster Gold. One of the highlights of like my whole fandom ever is like meeting Dan Jurgens and taking his whole run up there, you know? And I was like, oh my God, Dan Jurgens is going to be there. He'll have the longest line ever. So I showed up like an hour early, little Booster Gold club pin and my books and went there and there was like nobody there. And I was like, Aww. oh, well. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> what really, really excited. Curiosity. Uh, what, what, where does your booster gold knowledge start? Like how far back have you been reading booster gold? Is that a Dan Jurgens, the, yeah, the original run, the original run. When was yeah. So Dan Jurgens. So that's not too long ago, right? How, how old is, how long ago was booster gold made? 86. Uh, oh, okay. booster gold number one, 1986, Dan Jurgens. Okay. Yeah. For some reason I was thinking Jurgens was, uh, was younger than that he's a little bit older because he also was doing the superman and he was like you know big mr superman writer for a while and then you know he came up with booster gold and because he also did you know justice league stuff too so okay. it's dan jurgens yeah my knowledge of booster gold goes to new 52 definitely a good run too you know jurgens had a lot to do with that i can appreciate that and even if you see him on the brave and the bold one of the best cartoon characters that's on there too so i think uh I don't know if I said this to you guys before, whenever they announced James Gunn was taking over, I think the first things I said is we're getting fucking booster gold because nobody can do them, but James Gunn, like there's nobody else I could see in the modern time right now. If you can do guardians of the galaxy, you can fucking do booster gold. And I'm so excited. Well, and the fact I bet you a hundred percent James Gunn writes the series too. Either him or maybe, uh, I don't know what the connection is with uh, Jeff Johns, because uh, Jeff Johns, you know, did a little bit of that. So did Grant Morrison, and he seems to be pulling, uh, you know, writers from, you know, the series. We'll get to That's this in true. a second, but the Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, he's bringing Tom King in to do that series, which is based off his series. So fingers crossed. A lot of a lot of cool things with this. In the Booster Gold series, I kind of feel like in the way they could do it, Booster Gold might be the last of the phase. 
and that brings us into whatever because what the first phase is called gods and monsters mm -hmm. i believe it's gods and monsters so this first phase of gods and monsters we're getting what five shows five four or five shows four or five movies in this in this run and it's supposed to go uh between eight and ten years they haven't uh given you know you never know how the slates work and stuff but it's supposed to be eight and ten eight to ten years uh of this plan and so i personally believe booster gold will be something towards the end and he'll something he does gets us into the next phase just a thought just kind of how uh gun is saying that the flash it, they've gone and reshot or are reshooting uh the ending cameos and the way that the ending plays and that is going to be how uh the snyder snyderverse reboots into this gunverse for lack of a better term yeah I think so. there's just a lot that's going in there. He's still keeping his, you know, choice characters. We're getting a Waller series, which I think will be kind of neat. You know, another Peacemaker spinoff in its well, own ways. I love they're saying that it is a direct sequel to Peacemaker. So oh, that's cool. That's pretty exciting because at the end of Peacemaker, Peacemaker Waller's daughter uh, outs Waller in the Suicide Squad or the Task yeah. Force X. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh -huh. that's so brutal. I forgot about that, but I remember <laughs> that being like, oh, she did go on like national TV and was like, Mandel Waller, fuck you, bye. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Sorry, and I love it because this one is going to be like, <laughs> it's going to go into the trial of Waller. And you know, Waller, Waller's such a badass and, and uh, Viola Davis kill. I mean, she's she was, if we're going to be honest, she's one of the best parts of the Snyderverse just anything she's in she's one of the best parts because she's such a good actress and she's so dramatic and she can play that straight face like hard ass you know and i'm like even whenever like deadshot's got that pencil to her neck you yep. know or right in her eye and she doesn't even flinch i'm like that's fucking waller <laughs> she's so good and, and it would have been a disservice to have to recast waller and i'm so glad that that we're sticking oh, with Viola davis um and of course a little little nepotism going on because he's he he's gonna put his wife in there and uh she's harcourt in the yeah. series and so she works though she works. oh she's great i love i love her i love her showing up in black adam um so the having harcourt there is really cool and, and of course <clears throat> i what did they say i believe that uh the biggest thing right now is that gun put her in a cameo that they late shot for shazam 2 for it to fit into that universe because it makes sense i guess levi's not out zachary levi's not out he needs oh, to shut his God. mouth about vaccine stuff on the internet but oh, uh is he? he said he said something that may or may not be out of context but basically was like uh something about pfizer needing to not be around or something i oh well i now think big farm in general yeah big farm in general i'm not a fan of no, but exactly. at the same time you've got that balance of but this yeah. is also life-saving stuff and you're around so many kids yeah it's so yeah. i mean be smart but you know whatever this isn't a preachy show about but you know shit, for but... somebody like that he's like a specimen you know there are yeah. some and don't get me wrong i'm not anti-vax at all but like if when you're healthier you have less risk factors and stuff maybe you can roll the dice a little bit <laughs> but like why like on something like this like why would you anyway but, uh, yeah anyway. yeah regardless it, it whatever he said it probably was out of context i think is a lot of, but people are all spouting off oh you can't uh -huh. do that before shazam 2 comes out but anyway um <laughs> that's actually the best time to do it because it's already coming out and he's already been paid bye. <laughs> yes, <or bye. laughs> yeah um but okay let's let's go down this list a little bit what do, let's go down the movies first because the first one that's set to open july 11th 2025 is superman legacy mm. uh and this is going to be 
from what I understand, it, it, he wants to do like a balance, and Gunn wrote this, a balance between what it means to be Kryptonian and what it means to be human. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and kind of like how uh, Superman or Kal-El uh, can navigate that space. Um, but it's also a Superman that's been, it's not an origin story, which is really nice. We don't need yeah. another origin story. Superman's been told a billion times. A billion times, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's really cool. Uh, so Saffron, Peter, is it Peter Saffron? Am I the the other, the co-lead of this whole thing? There's Gun and, and Saffron. That's how I've been that. pronouncing it, yeah. Yeah, uh, but it's Saffron. Peter. It's Peter, right? Peter Saffron. Anyway, um, <laughs> Saffron. That's so. Yeah, Saffron hopes that Gunn will be persuaded to actually direct it, uh, which would be actually kind of cool to see a James Gunn directed <laughs> Superman. It also... uh, yeah, you know it'll be. I feel like it'll be more fun, uh, but also like just like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? I just think it'll be super fun. It'll have like references in there that'll make it totally relatable and uh there will still be a serious tone to it like as far as like committing to the sets and the costumes and all that stuff so i i look forward to it a lot and it's uh modeled apparently uh, this is just kind of hearsay but uh from the way they put stuff up on the screen he puts screenshots up from uh, uh all-star superman mm. so either modeled after all-star superman or maybe we're gonna get kind of an all-star superman plot in there although since they're going for a younger superman that almost makes no sense because all-star superman of course is the story where uh superman dies ah. for for reals for realsies for realsies gets gets the cancer <clears throat> yeah it's got some really oh, sweet man. tender moments in there too oh, and it also can tie into like the all-star batman and robin around that same time because they also want to do the brave and the bold for robin and batman but we'll get to that and that's i guess let's jump into that because uh i know there's they haven't given us a time frame of when each one is going to come out right like they just said these are the movies we're doing the next year yeah uh but brave and the bold that i saw the title and i thought okay cool it's just it's a team-up movie it'll be a bunch of like maybe some superheroes teaming up and then i saw the plot for it and i was like huh ah you have me all oh in on heck this yeah it's 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 batman and robin we're getting damian wayne mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited about that. I've been a champion for Damian Wayne since he was, you know, essentially created, uh, you know, Grant Morrison really did something amazing with this character. And a lot of people just love to hate him and shit on him. And I'm like, <laughs> mm, if he's written really well, he's fucking awesome. Like Peter Tomasi by far has done such an amazing job with the super sons and really having Damian kind of go through these challenges of, you know, from being like a spoiled shit to actually realizing that, Oh my God, I have consequences. What I do have consequences. You know, he had, uh, I mean, he's essentially one of the reasons Alfred Pennyworth died in the comics, you know, that's, it's a lot on him and he died so many times. So just having that arc, there's so much, I think uh, gun can do with like the tenderness that's underneath all that fucking little kid energy. (laughs) (laughs) and let's i mean so if this is if this is the damian wayne story if we're getting this story then does that mean that we're jumping into batman where he's already had uh all the other robins and so do we get to see the freaking extended bat family in this movie because i would apparently an intro to the bat family yes i would die a happy man to see the bat family all on screen yes Oh my god, even just to like 
give me like a, just a little tease of Todd happening in the background. Oh my mm. God, I would just. I'm not going to say it because I don't jinx it. You already put it out there. That's good enough. That's, yeah, that's... yeah. <laughs> so Gunn, like literally said, you know, this is the beginning of sort of the Bat family in the DCU. So, I mean, like at this point, Nightwing's already there. And if we're going on this route, I mean, there's also that really good run that is Batman and Robin where like Batman was out for a while and it was actually Nightwing took over the mantle. And that was fucking amazing too. And oh, Nightwing so was Batman and uh, Damien was Robin. Like their pairing is only second best to Jonathan and Damien. So and just to like, see the the fighting, the infighting, the way that Damien reacts with the other Robins. I just, right. he's such a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And in your, I saw your post about hoping that they get. Um, oh yeah, uh, uh, Aiden. Aiden uh, Gallagher. He's, and he's he so would perfect. be the perfect. He would be the perfect Damian Wayne, but also the age. I feel like he would age out by the time oh, we got to this movie. Like that's my only issue is the aging out thing there. I mean. I, I guess it depends because for so long, Damien was, you know, stuck in, you know, kind of eternal comic youth, like, this, you know, as a 14, 15 year old kid for a long time. But there are stories now where he's actually aged out because there was a, a little bit to where he even Jonathan, like, you know, went away for a while and came back and was like way older. And Damien was still just a little bit younger, I guess, time space. I don't know. Uh, but he finally did age up to a little. So, I mean, even if he's like 17, I think Aiden could maybe get away with it because Aiden's like what maybe 20 something right now yeah and he looks younger so it, it's it's like Bella Ramsey playing uh <sighs> yeah Ellie, Ellie. In, in Last of Us so uh, I guess kind of works in it, that whole He's thing so good but I just picture him you know what like number five <laughs> from uh Umbrella Academy just right. going in there just essentially you know the same character but harder and like <laughs> he would have been so he, he would be perfect <laughs> you're right this... it's like you're such a good Damien at this I point, mean, it's so hard to look at fan casting because it's all going to, for me right now, it's Batman. Who's going to play Batman? Who's going to play Superman? Who are they picking? Uh, and I, essentially, I think we're supposed to find out at the end of The Flash, uh, which would be a great surprise. Go to The Flash and then all of a sudden your your new heroes yeah. are at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would supposed be, to be that mixture. Without giving us any like clues or anything, you know, would just be the best. Yeah, just like a mini trailer in the post credits or even that would be great right right um then something that i'm mildly interested in because i i didn't think that they would do this but the authority yeah that's really weird but also really cool bringing a wild storm into like the dc universe mix is pretty it's a pretty bold move see if it plays out (laughs) (laughs) um it's really interesting i don't have a huge uh wild storm you know, like I read maybe a few things about it. I think when I read Wildstorm, it was uh, during Vertigo. That's when I read it. It was during the time when they were doing stuff. I can't even think of the name of the comics right now. But uh, yeah, what um, did they say? Their help? No, just that it was created by Warren Ellis, but not that they're bringing him in. Although I wouldn't be surprised if they brought him on just to tailor a story. But I think that's a good story for Gunn to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about it. Mark, you ever read The Authority or any of the Wildstorm stuff? Uh, no, but I'm reading through this article that you sent me. And um, yeah, I think it would be really fun to see uh, play out because uh, I really like this line where the ends justify the means mm-hmm. uh, type of justice. So I'm like, all right, I, I can totally, I like, uh, what was it? The, uh, the Dark Knight uh, with the Joker in it and Morgan Freeman obviously is in both. 
But uh, that one, it kind of reminds me of that, where they get they use the spy technology to finally catch Joker, and uh, you know, it's just like, oh man, like you're this is wrong. I'm not going to work for you. You know, Lucius Fox kind of freaks out on him and mm-hmm. gives him the password at the end, so it destroys it. Maybe this is a little bit goes a little deeper than that, and that seems like a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's right well, up his alley too. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I, mean, I was just going to say it kind of seems like it could be a setup to stuff. Uh, like the Tower of Babel later, if they did a Justice League movie. Especially if he's going to be bringing in a lot more characters and stuff, but I think it's something he can handle. You know, James Gunn has yeah. proven if you give him just a bunch of random superheroes, it's like a ragtag team <laughs> and a lot of money, he'll do it right. And that's kind of what, uh, you know, Stormwatch is and the authority where it kind of came from and stuff is just, you know, another group of task force superheroes and villains. Although it'll be real, it'll be cool. Nonetheless, it'll be cool. I mean, DC's yes. needed this this reboot for a very long time, uh, and they needed someone that was going to bring it all together and kind of figure out a plan. I'm not saying that Snyder didn't have it. I I loved where Snyder went. I I am a fan of the Snyderverse. <clears throat> am I going to be a fan of this? Hell yeah! I'm already I'm already a fan of this. This this is awesome. I you should talk about Supergirl though. Oh, I'm excited for Supergirl. I think that's super cool of, you know, I was really kind of surprised that they decided to bring it in. Um, you know, not only is it Supergirl, but it's also based off that series that I suggested is one of the best comics last year by Tom King, uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. And um, the main thing I liked about that was it does kind of like, you know, focus more on Supergirl about how the difference is, you know, Clark, you know, came to Earth and had mom, Paul Kent. Supergirl didn't, you know, she struggled. She was by herself. She was lonely. She saw everything, you know, get completely devastated. And it's just kind of like the and she was a teenager. So, you know, you're angsty and you're a teenager and you're, you know, dealing with just the destruction and you're by yourself. So it makes for such really good drama and really good growth. And uh, so I was like, fuck, yeah, good job. And he's bringing Tom King in. So. Uh, whoever created it's going to be working with them. So I'm stoked about that. It's it's going to be different and I think it'll be neat. I need to check out uh, Woman of Tomorrow because I've heard nothing but good things, especially from you, but from other people as well. Um, the art too, the art's so neat. Art's really different. It it, it, it just that's the last thing. It takes you out of like the normal superhero, like, you know, uh, essence of Supergirl. You know, it, it adds to that mood. It's really good. I think the only Supergirl context I have is uh, the CW show and the... Um... <laughs> The old school 80s film yeah that show wasn't that bad i like the show I, it's okay. the problem that cw does in general to where they just don't know when to just stop <laughs> they just keep going and <laughs> yeah. going it's like oh, this is eight seasons it should have stopped like at five five or six yeah when they got to uh lex luther i was like okay this is cool i like this then i'm done yeah uh and then the one of the weirder ones uh, again that I didn't think we'd get as a movie, Swamp Thing. I'm Ooh. so excited! I'm really excited for this one. I think we talked about it before too, how we were sad that the show was no longer around, and I was hoping that they would bring the character back in. I think there's definitely a place for him, especially with all these random characters he's bringing in. You know, there's definitely a a place for Swampy. I'm kind of hoping. God, I hope they bring in uh, Constantine to Swamp Thing. Yes. Give them a little back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it would be really cool because, you know, I kind of think Swamp Thing gets a bad rap. Like none of the show was good, but, uh, you know, like you don't really hear much. Like it seems like it. what happens is the comic book ramps up and then it can't, gets canceled. And it's like it feels like it can't catch mm-hmm. its its footing. I don't know. I might be totally wrong. 
I would suggest Scott Snyder's run on Swamp Thing because that's yeah. probably one of the better ones that's out there, and it's uh, also ties into a lot of more horror aspects. I'll have to check it out. There's so many comics I need to read. It's bad. I've got a backlog. That's yeah, cool though. He'll be coming in. I mean, because that opens up just like his essence and where he's from, and that's like House of Mystery, which kind of, you know, weaves its way around into the supernatural as well, but also is already tied into the Sandman on Netflix. So, I mean, that also, so it's like, it could be all encompassing if they really play it right. And if they all work together to just, you know, interweave Sandman somehow with the actual DC universe and its own Vertigo characters and stuff they're doing. That's, that's the movie slate. So what, what do we go with? Swamp Thing, Supergirl, Brave and the Bold, Authority, and Superman. So five, five movies uh, in the next eight to 10 years. And then we get into the TV series. Uh, which this one's already uh, being animated as Creature Commandos, Ooh. which is uh, pretty cool. You get like Frankenstein and stuff in in the in World War II fighting Nazis. Frankenstein, which I love all of that. Nazis. <laughs> yeah, I love anything. That's why I love Wolfenstein and everything like that. Been playing anything Nazi related since uh, then. Like anything where you see him go down, it's so fun. And it's it's also kind of cool uh, to kind of to lead it into rick flag senior right like you got rick flag yeah. senior and you already had rick flag uh you know james and, weasel. and who weasel oh is weasel part of the, he's part uh, of the creature commandos is he nice is this a werewolf you sat me next to a werewolf yeah. <laughs> so good i watched that scene so good every all film. names are letters <laughs> <laughs> that movie gets such a bad rap from people but i absolutely oh. love people <laughs> yeah that whole movie just cracks me up i i love it this the the end too get me with that rick flag scene towards the end come on i was so mad i walked out of that theater <laughs> so mad happy it was a good movie mad at that ending yeah yeah um but i love it they're doing animation instead of um live action because james gunn was like because we can't spend 50 million dollars an episode <laughs> <laughs> um but also, though, that he said that not only will this set these characters up, but we will see them pop up in live action roles. So probably Swamp Thing, probably some other stuff uh, as live action counterparts. I think that's a that's pretty cool. That's a cool way to do it, which I mm -hmm. guess Marvel did it with What If and brought in some of their What If characters and everything. But I, I don't know. This just seems more novel i don't know maybe i'm just ready for dc to have its time i, I don't me too yeah <laughs> i watched uh a clip from endgame the uh today today this morning i watched a clip from endgame that was just on the internet i was like man the quality from this to what we're getting right now or have gotten in the last year or so phase four of four. marvel it's, mm. like, it's just a different quality like the quality is just from that first, those first several phases, three, or just different. They hit different. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I don't know, whatever. That's a whole different story, I guess, or a whole different thing to talk about. <laughs> just thinking about it. Waller. We talked about that a little bit. We're getting that mm -hmm. whole show, Waller, where it's uh it's basically season two of Peacemaker, is what they're saying. So I hope that means that John Cena's in it. We'll get some dumb so. peacemaker in it. Yeah. He his whitey tidies back. I can't help it. <laughs> so ridiculous. And eagerly. I mean, oh. yes. You really have an eagle? <laughs> oh my He's god. Him, me. 
him fighting in his underwear against that that thing in the in the apartment is still hysterical to me. <laughs> so good. Um, let's see what else. Oh, interesting to read is uh, Creature Commandos and Waller are expected to debut before Superman Legacy. So in the next, what what is what year is this? Twenty three. So the next mm-hmm. two years. That's kind of cool. Um, this one has me just excited as all get out is lanterns yay we've been talking about a green lantern series for how long they, way too long and they finally had the uh guy who did the arrow stuff on the cw and he had his lantern stuff but they've x that out and said we're gonna do this and it's essentially like a true you know true detective buddy cop story between uh how jordan and finally we get john stewart into the dcu so that's exciting super super exciting to have them both be already lanterns and and then just doing a true detective style uh it just sounds awesome to me that yeah sounds... yeah i mean it really worked out for the batman that was amazing and right. so i really want to see more things steer that way where it feels bold like i'm walking through one of the arkham games mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's that would be uh give me a green lantern video game already yeah uh, and then this one, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this one, but uh, Paradise Lost, which is yeah. uh, Themyscira before <laughs> Wonder Woman. Um, yeah. How did all of the Amazons get to where they are? And, and it's supposed to be a, like a political. Uh, polit- a, it's really about the political intrigue behind society of all women. Hmm. Could be interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I, I, it's hard for me to care about Themyscira without Wonder Woman. But that's just me. It, uh, well, I really feel like the the Wonder Woman movies and like uh, Justice League they really opened it up the the doorway to kick the open the curiosity there. So I'm I'm interested in it. Um, I just hope it's not like culture signally. That's that's all I pray for. Like I want to I want to know what like their reality is, not them trying to like brainwash us into thinking a certain way. <laughs> Or pre- pressure us into their thinking a certain way. Well, what I kind of hope it does is lead into Wonder Woman, maybe yeah, opening that, the door for another Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Uh, if you know, I don't know. Are they afraid of doing another Wonder Woman movie? Uh, I hope not. I mean, I would love to bring Gal Gadot back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like uh, I don't know why. I feel like a whole bunch of people that that I talked to loved uh both wonder woman movies but somehow they're underperforming right or they get like bad reviews and the first regard. one did really well 84 yeah. was the one that that uh, everyone crapped on yeah and the only reason i crap on that one a little bit is because uh cheetah i uh, could have had better uh graphics on her could've that's it better. but that's it that was my only complaint i i loved that movie uh, so yeah pedro. i would love for this to open the doorway to another one i love pedro pascal give me of more course, pedro pascal exactly that guy can do no wrong and again last of us it's gonna it's gonna come up so i'm just gonna ask real quick have y'all seen it are y'all not caught up not caught up. up not caught up uh i have to watch the most recent one after we're done recording <laughs> but, but it is so good not caught up i really need to watch it or is the uh paradise lost i'm was a little confused because that's an old like story from like 2000 phil jimenez wrote it and it actually ties into 
where Gotham actually winds up being transformed into Greece and all this stuff from that time starts coming in. And then Wonder Woman has to like, you know, tag team Wonder Girl to come in there and get Batman and Robin. And they all have to kind of like, you know, uh, go fight the big baddie that's coming in there and it's taking over with the mascara. So it's curious that they're using that title. I mean, it wasn't a big story, but it's still a comic story. So I'm different. wondering if it's just the title alone, like they'll yeah. just, it'll be kind of like, this is what the mascara was like when the, when the gods were there and then it's the paradise has been lost because I don't know, whatever. I just think that this is a marketing thing, you know, like it's paradise lost is like one of the most famous books ever. Right. So uh, do you, I just feel like a lot of people are going to recognize that and want to see that. I just, I just feel like it's marketing. If it wasn't a very big story back in the day, then they kind of just were like, oh, I, that's going to hook people in. I'd argue that Wakanda Forever is kind of like a political uh, intrigue with, you know, it's got the action. Yeah, a little bit. bit. I kind of, I, I liked, I was interested in Wakanda Forever the whole time. So I'd like to see, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm into it. Like, let's just do it. Let's just see what it does. I just hope yeah. that it leads to the birth of Wonder Woman. Just for me personally yeah. to, to care more, it'd be like here, even bringing Robin Wright Penn back, let's get her back. <clears throat> well, yeah. uh, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of like talk about, uh, I've been seeing a bunch of articles about basically, I think Sarah Michelle Geller commented on it uh, and a few other celebrities, uh, female celebrities will come out and basically uh, talking about how it's a shame how the female superhero is not uh, as high regard with like the superhero crowd. It's more of like, a, gosh, what was the kind of drama they referred to it as? But it's like, it's more of a drama thing. Like Buffy is more of a drama thing as opposed to a super like hero crowd thing and that's why it's so successful and uh that it's a shame that the way a lot of these like female superheroes are not received so well and i i just think that it's the they don't get into the backstory enough to make us fall in love with the people that they put into the story and so they're kind of like shoehorning them in at the end and we're just kind of like okay that was a really awesome moment like when it, i just watched Endgame. so when they all come together and rush you know she has help and they charge and it's like you know that's really great like i, I had love for uh pepper pots and and a whole bunch of those character but characters but like surety surety was like really growing on me at the time too but like i could kind of see where some of them like weren't built that didn't have like enough back building but so i'm really i would really appreciate paradise loss if it made me fall in love with more characters from that universe so that the main characters that you really want to see like have depth and when you when they lose somebody there's you know weight behind it there's stakes so uh so i i'm really hoping that this like really kicks that uh trope to the curb i, I really would look forward to something like paradise lost i i think gun's the man to do this to bring the depth that we need to this to this universe yeah we haven't initially had all that depth snyder kind of threw us in and was like if you're a comic book fan you know uh, <laughs> but uh and then booster gold booster gold which we talked about mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's uh, it's a super exciting time to be a fan of dc i i personally am a fan of the more fan of the comics of dc than i am of marvel so for me it's like okay finally getting our due not that marvel hasn't done a great job because they have mm -hmm. uh but i'm excited to see james gunn take over and us finally have this like roadmap yes mm -hmm. yeah something that's going to be at least cohesive <laughs> yes and together yeah any yeah, other I thoughts mean, oh good sorry yeah I, I agree i think that 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 cohesion and where you know marvel had how many years are we on now like 12 years running essentially 
uh, of all this, like DC needs their turn and they have to do it right. And I agree, he gun is the way to go. He set it all up. You know, he, what did he say? He said, Flash will reboot the universe. So Shazam 2 will lead into Flash, right? And then Flash will lead us into the reboot. And then oddly enough, Aquaman 2 leads into Superman Legacy. Uh, hmm. So I guess they're keeping jason momoa as aquaman for the universe i at least for like i think whatever he has like the contract because that one it's done it's still coming out so yeah i just uh, it's so weird to say that it, he he said it leads into superman legacy so obviously they're reshooting something to make it work for their superman but uh man and james gunn saying that the flash is the best superhero movie he's ever seen uh is is credit to andy Muschietti directing it because you know that guy put everything into this especially with all of the crap that this poor man has had to go through to direct this movie <laughs> yeah. uh ezra miller's just a mess um and to yeah. to have all that crap happen uh as you're trying to make this movie and then having all the reshoots that he's had to do just to make it fit within whatever timeline wb gave him because i think he went through three different people uh you know he went through the stuff that was going on with uh hamada and then when uh, Hamada left and was taken over by the um, whoever took it over. I can't remember off the top of my head. And then now James <laughs> Gunn. He's gone through three regime changes and had to do three different reshoots to make it work. Like that's insane to me. That's so much, yeah. Uh, you know, and they're you know them even like taking out Cavill and Gadot's uh, Gadot or Gadot. I can't remember how to say her last name. Uh, cameos in the Flash. You know, he's like, okay, I had to refilm those, and now I'm taking those out. Now I'm filming new cameos. Hopefully he doesn't have to take those out. So uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. I mean, we've got, it's all come. This is Flash this year. Is Aquaman this year? Is all of those this year? Yeah. Um, Aquaman is the end of the year. So Flash should be uh, June 16th. June 16th Summer. is the Flash. Wow. And Shazam is this month, next month, March. March. Mm hmm i'm excited for flash that looks i mean uh shazam that looks really fun well let's uh let's talk a little bit ant-man then let's get into the marvel universe and talk about what could be the start Hooray. of something All right. beautiful uh <laughs> taffa and i are seeing this on the 15th right Did... yes okay cool I, everything froze for me for a second yeah. i was like huh did the internet go out? Yes, yeah, too. I, I, okay. <laughs> I kind of saw you. Us too, yeah. Roboting okay. around. <laughs> All right. So the fifteenth, uh, we're seeing this, and then Mark, I think you're going to see it probably the next day or the day after. You're usually yep. a Thursday. Some uh, Thursday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, door, that's yeah. my half day, so I'm like I'm packing in Valentine's Day. Ant Man, like we're we're getting it all in, and we we basically go to every single Marvel Marvel movie, so. Uh, oh, and also where we uh, really wanted to go back to the location that was once Alamo Draft House. Now it's B&B Studios, B&B uh, &B yeah, Theaters. B &B. Yeah, B&B uh, But, oh my God, like it, I'm, re I'm really, I looked at their menu and, you know, Alamo Draft House is just a smorgasbord of, of options. And this place has this, a tighter menu, but I'm really hoping that they haven't changed much with like the theater because it was a really good theater. Uh, and I'm just so excited to see it on the 16th. Uh, oh. But what is going to happen? What do you guys think is going to happen? I have theories. 
only okay. because more recently they had teased a little bit. And for a while, I kind of had the Micronauts in the back of my head. Oh. Uh, I was like, well, surely they're not going to bring it in, you know, because there's not really, a, there's like some battle between the rights and they're totally forgotten. But in one of the most recent trailers, it looks like they have a character that's going to be Gentora. It's She's tied to the Hulk and also has ties to. All right. If there's a weird cut in this, y'all listening tenants, <laughs> uh, it's because my internet went out and everything got uh, shut down for a moment. So. This uh, is snow. Yes. Good old <laughs> Snowmageddon part two. Yeah. And you were saying the Micronauts. Oh, yeah. That was something that was kind of like, you know, some people in at work were talking about. Um, and then with one of the more recent uh, trailers they put out and some of the teaser images, it looks like they have Dentora, which is uh, from one of the smaller planets, the lesser known ones, you know, but she also has, I think she has ties to Hulk to where she's like, you know, great granddaughter or something like that. She's tied to Hulk, uh, but it also leads into uh, just the microverse itself, which is a very small part of the comics. And a lot of people tend to forget about it because there's a, the guy from a good place. Harker, I can't think of his first name. Uh, yeah, been, Chidi. <laughs> they've been calling him uh, Quaz or Quaz in there, but a lot of people have rumors that he's going to wind up being uh, Arcturus, Arcturus Rain, Rand, uh, which is like one of the leaders of uh, the Wanderers and the Micronauts. So there's like all this, you know, time traveling, like bubbling, you know, underneath everything that's happening with the, the teasers that they're not really saying a whole bunch of. And I think that would be kind of neat because it's, I think I remember it's based off the toys and then Mar Marvel took him and made him into comics and stuff. So they technically are part of the Marvel verse, but a lot of people tend to kind of forget about them. And the character that Bill Murray is, you know, rumored to be playing seems like he could actually be uh, one of the uh, heroes from was it the, the planet Kylar, Krylar, uh, which, you know, literally just has like one appearance in Hulk and that's it. You know, he kind of, you know, betrays the Royal Kingdom, just kind of like, you know, help Hulk. And then he winds up, uh, being called a traitor and that's pretty much all you see of him but he's still in there uh so you know the way they're kind of weaving it would just come out of fucking left field but it kind of would make sense in its own way to have you know uh the micronauts at the center of the uh quantum realm that'd be pretty cool i don't know much about the micronauts other than maybe the toys from back in the day yeah uh i'm you know there are so many theories that i have coming out of this uh, watching the trailers and, and, and reworking it in my head and trying to figure out all this. I mean, I love uh, Jonathan Majors said the other day, he's like my uh, character from Loki. Uh, what's his name? Man at the end of creation or, or I can't remember the, his name. And <clears throat> um, no, well, he is King, but he's at, in Loki. He's like the man at the end or something like that. Oh yeah. Uh, man at the end of time. Man at the Anyway, um, he's, he, his character there is very different from Kang from conqueror Kang. So it's kind of exciting to see that. And you know, you saw that right in the, in the trailer or in the last, the ending of Loki, right? He's like, if you kill me, the worst ones will come out. Yeah. I do remember that. And we know, you know, conqueror Kang is one of the worst ones. And in the trailer, of course, we see stuff like, uh did i already kill you or did i kill you know like he's just all the times that he's killed different people and we already know that the quantum realm can we can jump time through it because of endgame so uh it's very interesting how they're going to go with this but i i and, and you just, again you see all the trailers and you see all the things happening in the trailers you're like oh there's like a 
bunch of different Ant-Mans running across and, and dying on a battlefield and stuff. And you're just like, okay, what, where is this leading to? And I, you know, part of me believes Scott's going to die uh, and that Cassie is going to take over as the next Ant-Man. Uh, Sounds about right. I don't want that to happen though, because already. <clears throat> uh, I would prefer that he goes to jail. Like, uh, you know, he gets caught breaking the accords, gets like locked up. So that way he can come back like after, I don't know, however long his sentence is. Uh, previously, I was just watching this on uh, Disney Plus a second ago, but it was like 20 years if he breaks the accords. So maybe not go to jail because <laughs> I don't know, watching like a seven-year-old Ant-Man, I don't know how uh, fun that would be. <laughs> just be getting injured left and right well i think a good way to set her up for the young avengers but i don't think she could handle like the actual mantle of ant-man unless yeah. somehow everything goes back in time and they decide to finally give you know janet van dyme her actual due on screen and she becomes you know Ooh. the wasp because we saw uh second wasp in her outfit with the classic short hair and the the classic you know avengers leading suit the black and the yellow and so a little bit of me thinks that maybe that's like from a different time frame that it actually is Janet from back then or something. Ooh, I don't know. That'd be, that'd be great. Uh, with the way, I mean, there's a lot of time travel that's going on here. So I think anything it's possible, especially, you know, with uh, the Doctor Strange movie, they've already proven to us. They're not afraid to like intermingle, like, you know, anybody. So yeah. um, I think that could. You think, you think we'll see any of the Fantastic Four? <sighs> you know, I've been trying to think about what, characters modok would bring in because we do get a quick glimpse of modok in the trailer as well and we've got kang and it was he who That's remains it. is the guy at the he who remains uh, he remains there it is uh so with modok coming in i'm trying to think of fantastic four stories that could possibly tie in him and there are some that are out there that may they that may work but modok is just a whole new out of left field that i wasn't even expecting and i was like okay well <laughs> i don't know what you're doing with him or what's going on but that's well, it's looking, move. it's looking like, uh, uh, well, it's being played, of course, by um, the bad guy from the first Ant-Man. Uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Dude from uh, the Yellow Jacket. The Yellow Jacket. Yeah, there we go. I was like, That's, is that his name, Yellow Jacket? Yellow Jacket. Or was that the suit's name? Yeah, it's, so uh, It's being played by him. And so the, the, the general consensus theory is that uh, whenever he shrunk down, yes. into, yeah, that he went into the uh, the the quantum realm, and that then whatever had happened to him as shrinking down had made him giant head, tiny arms, legs, um, and so he is, you know, that's how he becomes uh, Modok, which is not the comic book uh, accurate for Modok, but would kind of work for. So works. Mechanical MCU. organism designed only to kill. <laughs> so <laughs> the name uh, works. So it's pretty cool to do that kind of tie back there, throwback to the to the original bad guy from Ant Man. Plus, give us uh, more of that actor again. I the hate that I can't remember his name, but I absolutely love that actor and everything that he does. Uh, Corey Stoll. Corey Stoll. Yeah, dude from uh, from the Vampire Show. <laughs> the Strain. The Strain. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro's. Uh, oh, so show. Good. yeah so that's pretty cool to have that there I, I i my theory is that really like my big theory is that i think that um wasp is it janet is janet the wasp what's what or is it yes she's the original janet well, van dyne the one that the one that lily 
uh, Evangeline, um, Evangeline Lily, yeah, Hope yeah. Van Dyne. Hope, I think Hope dies. Um, Scott gets beaten to a bloody pulp, and and wants revenge uh, on Kang. That's my thoughts. Or maybe they both lose, like to Kang, and then Cassie's coming for revenge. Sure. Like, to- Evangeline Lily has said some stuff that Disney doesn't like. Uh oh. So I miss this. What what happened now? You know, anti-vax, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's always that. Which is Disney has already (laughs) fired people for. Uh, what's her face? Uh, from Gina Carino, Gina Carino, uh, from Uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. So she said a little bit more than just anti-vax, though. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I agree with it because it it drives up the cost of movies. So that's that's the only thing, like from a business decision, like firing people for that. But uh, it's unfortunate. It's just so unfortunate. It's just kind of in my head, I think, that they could let her go uh, from from being the Wasp and have Cassie jump into something like that would be totally. would work too. Yeah. I don't know. Just a lot of thoughts because I really, honestly, in the end, watching the trailer, it doesn't give you anything, which is really nice. But um, yeah, Marvel refreshing. also is not allowed to cut a trailer that doesn't uh, have anything that will not be in the movie because of that whole um, lawsuit that just happened out of California where you're not allowed to make a trailer that... That went through? Yeah, the went false through. advertising thing? Yep, they won. So I'm, I'm kind of glad, but mm. only for the fact that <laughs> it will be less revealing like as a trailer where they would have Netflix the heck out of a movie and basically show you the whole thing before you get there. I yeah, I'm kind of in that camp. Like, let's go back to a time like back in the '90s. Like, I remember sitting in the movie theater, and all they had to show me was uh, Jim Carrey dancing in Africa with the with the devil horns, <laughs> and him saying "Alrighty hey, then." Your chat. Yeah, it says says "Alrighty then," and then it said, "I remember this clearly." And then it just said "Ace Ventura 2: Call of the Wild." That was the yeah. trailer. And I think there was the the peanut scene clip. Yeah, that was the trailer, the and that and was then, it. You just told me that this is coming out and I'm in. Like, you could just tell me that Ant-Man and the Wasp was coming out and have, like, a few, like, weird, like, random pop-ins, and I'd, I'd probably be okay with that. Oh, absolutely. You don't got to show me the uh, whole movie. Yeah, it's old school. I mean, it used to be you had, like, the tact to know, I don't want everybody to know what's going to happen. Otherwise, they won't come to the theater. Right. But, oh, my gosh. Now it's now they're, like, legally limited from doing that. Yeah, no, no. I mean, come on, think about Endgame. Think about all the shots we saw in the Endgame trailer, the Infinity War trailer, and, yeah. uh, and those shots never happened. You know, you never saw the shot of the Hulk running behind everyone in the forest. Uh, and, I, and- I, I like misdirection like that, but when they make it seem like a completely different movie, that's where I draw the line. You know, like you don't show Hulk running behind him, but if you were to like make it seem like a murder mystery and then you get there and it's a love story, it's like, now hold up. This is not what I signed on for. The trailer listen, made it seem like a completely different movie. I rented the movie yesterday for Anna de Armas, and Anna de Armas <laughs> is not in the movie. <laughs> we're suing. Like, that's exactly uh, what happened, by the way. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, plus the fact that they rented the movie how many years from when it came out like it literally was like had to be like four or five years anyway you not know ant-man any uh, yeah thoughts uh i think it's gonna be really cool i love that uh yellow jacket uh so is he not playing yellow jacket no he's modok he's the big headed dude with the little arms and the little oh legs. okay so oh man that's a little unfortunate because i was hoping that we would see 
a little bit of that. Like I'm hoping that we can see Yellow Jacket, but I guess not. Um, like in the quantum realm. But I guess you were, were you saying that he transitions from Yellow Jacket to Modoc? Is that what, I just, what it looks like in the movie? That, that yeah, but I don't think it's like a slow transition. <laughs> yeah. It's probably like a like he gets effed up and someone fixes him up to be. Uh, oh, okay. Now, like now, I get it. It's kind of like uh, the face of Bo, right? Like <laughs> that's him, but it's it's just his head. <laughs> no, six minute abs. Abs. No, not seven. Not six. I said seven. <laughs> Can't get a workout in six minutes. <laughs> not even a mouse on a wheel. Oh, sorry, guys. We digress. <laughs> Always. But yeah, the movie's gonna be really cool. I think it's gonna be really emotional. I I, I messaged Taffeta uh, earlier this week after the trailer was it this week, last week, whenever the new trailer came out, and I was like, mm -hmm. "Hey, I hope you're ready to see a grown man cry next to you." I was like, I see it all the time. I'm always at comic book movies, so I see it happen. <laughs> yep, that was me in Endgame. Oh my god, Tony Stark I do it too. dies. I was like shaking in my seat, trying to like macho my way through it. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to work this time. Oh it. my God. Um, I'm super psyched. This movie is going to be awesome. I don't, uh, it looks like the, oddly to say this, it looks like the first great Marvel movie in a while. I'm not saying yeah. I dislike, Shang-Chi was amazing. I love Shang-Chi. Sure. Uh, I thought Black Widow was just fine. I don't care what anybody says. I like Black Widow. I liked all of them, you know. Love and Thunder was not the best movie ever, but I still enjoyed it. But yeah, like, and I watched it a bunch of times. It's enjoyable. It a ton. But Quantum Mania looks like the first movie that has real stakes. Yes, which I think I've been waiting for because mm -hmm. like here's your palate cleanser, but it was a lot of palate cleanser. I, I feel like we've been, uh, or I've been complaining about that for about six months now. Is that it's just like time to clean the slate. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm super psyched to see where it goes. Uh, so many rumors, so many things out there. I just, um, any other theories y'all have any thoughts that you think anything else is going to pop up? Like I really think Reed Richards might pop up at the end, but I'm, I'm hoping that Loki pops up because of, uh, you know, the end of the show, Loki. Yeah. And season Edward two King. is definitely due to give us something for sure oh i'm so excited for season two kiki kwan coming in here oh Ooh. so ready to see more kiki kwan on the screen so <laughs> mm -hmm. said kevin feggy was the first one to call him after everything everywhere all at once called him up and said Do you want to be in loki <laughs> yes please yes please <laughs> he's so adorable and just um, a positive little energy ball i need every day to see yes would you please bring your movie. pinches of peril please did see someone say that uh, <laughs> if they were ever going to keep doing Indiana Jones movies, that they do not recast Indiana Jones, but they have Kihi Kwan play short round, taking up the mantle to mm -hmm. do that. I thought that was cute. I was like, That's I'd so watch cool. the hell out of that. Absolutely. Yes. Just get out of the Nazis and go to something different now. <laughs> but yeah, Ant-Man. Good few months coming up of heavy comic movies, so. We'll definitely be busy and keep you guys informed. You'll be hearing a lot more from the nerds in the building. That's true. <laughs> they can't see you giving a thumbs up, Mark. Oh, yeah. You know, oh my gosh. It's been so long <laughs> since we recorded. I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah, I agree, guys. I'm like, I'm just talking to you. That's right, guys. There's going to be a whole lot more to look forward to in the new year. Thank you guys so much for joining us on Only Dirt in the Building. There it is.